droopy. I never mind cellulite on the backs of my thighs. I now have it on the front too. Facial hair is a real and constant battle. The worst thing is a sudden shaft of sunlight and a mirror. So, you have several choices. You can go to the beauticians every week for the foreseeable future and have some hideous course of electrolysis or laser treatment that will clog up your diary and set you back hundreds of pounds, or you can buy one of the home waxing kits they sell at Boots. I followed the instructions to a T. But even I could see that if I got this wrong, I could be walking round with first-degree burns on my top lip during the annual sales conference. I put it in the microwave as instructed, walked oh so carefully upstairs to the bedroom mirror with it, and gently pasted it on my upper lip and chin with a stick that looked like the one supplied with ice cream tubs at the pictures. Trouble is, I couldn't get the stuff off, and then it all hardened, which it's not supposed to, and it took me a good hour of excruciating pain to pick it all off bit by bit with a pair of tweezers. There was no big satisfying rip like it promises on the packet. I think I managed to nuke about three hairs after hours of agony and ended up with a bright red top lip that looked like I'd drunk too much Ribena. Great. Middle age, of course, also affects your middle. The old midriff bulge makes an appearance and you get a nasty paunch. If you're wearing something floaty, people glance down at it and wonder just for a second, whether it might be that you're pregnant, but then realise the statistical improbability and assume, more accurately, you just like your food too much. You wear a pair of shorts and now they ride up your crotch and your legs rub together. I suppose you should have known better than to wear shorts at all. Your upper arms go all Mrs Mills and flop about when you wave someone goodbye or shake out the duvet. So... Unless you can set aside an hour's weightlifting every day, sleeveless T-shirts are out. And all this structural repair that your body needs takes so long. Even brushing your teeth is high maintenance. You can't just brush your teeth and get on with your day. You have to get out all the surgical implements the hygienist flogged you. Flosses, tapes, little brushes for between your crowns, buffers and pokers to get your gums in shape and to maintain all your root canal work. By the time you've tweezed out your beard and done all the dental work, you can count on at least an hour before you even get downstairs in the morning. Then there's your corns to scrape, your yoga to do and your eyebrows to pluck. None of this was going to happen to you, but then it does. Not because of anything you consciously do or don't do, it just happens. And with luck, you're married to a grumpy old man with man breasts and sticky-out hairs on his shoulders, and it doesn't seem so damned important. It's not as if you can just knuckle down to a big box of Quality Street and turn into Peggy Mount, as your mother did, with no one batting an eyelid. These days, you have to try and retain your figure by spending hours in the gym, then spend hours at the hairdressers trying to recreate your natural or should I say original, hair colour, assuming you can still remember it. People say, you look well, which is code for, you look a bit fat, and you buy those big necklaces to cunningly divert people's attention from your larger boobs and chin. When you have your photo taken, you have to suck your tummy in, 
and when they come back you think, you forgot too. Wrinkles you were expecting, but your face starts to go all saggy round the jowls. You get battle scar pockmarks and splodges on your skin, and that grumpy look begins to take hold. On a bad day, you stare at yourself in the mirror and think that people might say you have the face you deserve, which is undoubtedly not a very pretty one. You could spend your entire salary on skin care. Time was when a tub of Nivea was as complicated as it got. Now you have to buy cleansers, toners, night cream, day cream, stabilizers, and all manner of quasi-scientific products that sound as though they could double as biological weapons. You are now so cynical about all these skincare products that cost about £100 a pop that you wonder whether a dollop of flora on both cheeks might be just as effective. You don't know what to do for the best. As fellow grumpy old woman Catherine Flett remarks, I don't actually inhabit my body anymore. At some point, somebody came along, body snatched, gave me this. It's the kind of body I used to look at on beaches and think, goodness me, how does that happen? How could you let yourself go like that? That's how it happens. It just happens. Too true. You consider drastic measures to hold back the tide of physical decay. You buy one of those abdominal exercises that sit on the bedroom floor and trip people up and snag their ankles and eventually work their way into the corner and then into the spare room before finally being advertised in the local paper and then taken down to the car boot sale. You could go in for some Botox or try never to smile or laugh again. Might be surprisingly achievable, in fact, to ensure no more wrinkles appear or spend your entire savings on having it all snipped and sucked away. Even your hair, in fact especially your hair, goes all horrid and frizzy and grey and washed out. Whatever products you buy, and there are plenty to choose from, you get the flyaway Camilla Parker Bowles bouffant hair from hell. Not a good look. The grey hair advances at such a pace that you have to give up going to the salon to use that marvellously middle-aged word, and dye your own roots at home. Trouble is, grumpy old women are not known for their patience and attention to detail. They don't have time to read instructions on anything. You get the packet home, and it has to be on your hair within 30 seconds, the key still swinging in the front door. Reading the instructions is far too much fuss and bother, and would involve getting your specs on. So, like everything else, you do it at 100 miles an hour. And don't notice that the instructions say you have to wear protective gloves or that it has to cook in the microwave for 15 seconds first, depending on the wattage of your microwave. Not that you've ever got time to look into that sort of malarkey. Don't be silly. Too busy. And now that you're a bit older, a bit more middle-aged, what on earth are you supposed to wear? Everything in the shops, skinny little vests, hipster pants, sleeveless tops, is aimed at young people and obviously isn't available in your size. Of course, there's a good reason for this. You'd look bloody stupid in it. Here's Dilly Keane. 
I find myself buying something simply because it's comfortable, and I think that'll be practical, so I'll go home with a skirt of unspeakable ugliness, and I'll think, oh, that'll be quite nice. I could just dress it up with one of my cardigans. But three weeks later, you think, why did I buy this? Or you can go for the trying-too-hard look of black leather trousers, or a clingy low-neck top revealing leathery cleavage and too much bosom. But you end up looking like Bet Lynch. Avoid leopard skin or safari fabrics of any kind as they spell desperate. Just a little tip I picked up. You'll thank me. Shoes also become a nightmare because suddenly you can't do high heels. What with the corns, the bad back, the bunions and the sheer exhaustion of it all. And then, when you do go for it, and you leave the echoes at home and put some swanky heels on, you look like a drag queen, wobbling about because you're not used to them. It's not just the way you look that's the problem. Your joints start to stiffen up, and you need a bit of momentum to get yourself out of chairs. You pick things up off the floor with more huffing and puffing, and those funny picky-uppy things that litter collectors use to pick up rubbish start to seem like a good idea. Or you just leave stuff on the floor because you can't be bothered to pick it up. You have to sit down to put your socks on. None of this balancing on one leg nonsense anymore. You can forget pole dancing. You have to buy some reading specs, which are a total nuisance. You fiddle around in your handbag for them, have to balance them on the end of your nose because they make you feel sick otherwise. But you can't see a thing without them. You can't even read the numbers on your mobile without fannying around with your specs. Of course, it'd be easy if you bought a chain to put them round your neck. But come on, you have some pride. Who wants to look like Larry Grayson? As if all this wasn't enough to get you down, the menopause...